0: Hey, it's your girl, Tangi Green, all the way from the beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, and you are listening to Power Trip. Power Trip is the personal charging port for those of us who know that success is not a destination, but actually a journey. And today, we're going to be going deep, deep, deep inside, you guys. This is not a podcast like any of the others that I have published at this point. This one is about doing some deep work, self-examination, some self-exploration. And you know, that's not always easy to do. So sit back, relax, grab some hot tea. Somebody may need to strap into two seat belts because we're going to do the work. Stay tuned, and here we go. I'd like you to imagine the following scene. You're in your house. You've got your car keys in your hand. The lights go out like a power failure. You can't see a thing. You stumble around in your living room, and you drop your keys. So you start looking around, trying to find them, but then you realize you're never going to find them in the dark, but you look outside and you notice that the street lights are on. So in your mind, a light bulb goes off, so to speak. Hmm. I'm not going to sit around here in the dark looking for my keys when there's a light on outside. I'm going to go out here under the street light and I'm going to look for my keys. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. It makes perfect sense. (laughs) so you're out there you're groping around you're looking for your keys you're looking and looking and then your neighbor comes along and says what's going on and you say well I dropped my keys and they say okay well I'll help you look for them so now it's the two of you all out there looking for your keys and you're looking and you're looking and finally the neighbor says well where did you drop them because I don't see anything and you say well I dropped them in the house and he says you mean to tell me you dropped your keys in the house but you're looking for them out here in the street. That doesn't make any sense. And so you say, well, it doesn't make any sense to grow up around in the dark when there's light out here. <laughs> you laugh and you think how silly that is. But isn't that exactly what we do when we have a problem and the difficulty or the struggle is on the inside, but we look for the solution on the outside. We've all done it. We've all been there. We have a situation, a difficulty, a struggle, an issue on the inside. But we like to look outside because it's easier to see. Because remember, in our scenario, we're in the house and it's kind of dark. And when we're dealing with our internal struggles, it's a little bit harder to see. But it's easy to see the faults and the problems with everyone around us. It's sort of like... Going to the doctor, um, Wayne, what's his name? Wayne Dyer said this. He said, you go to the doctor, you tell the doctor all of your symptoms, and the doctor says, oh, my gosh, you have got a lot of stuff going on. So he starts writing prescriptions and he says, Hey, I'm going to write a prescription for this symptom for that. I'm gonna give you another prescription for this. And he gets to about four or five prescriptions. And so you go to walk out and you say, well, I like my prescriptions. And he says, no, I'm going to give this one to your mother-in-law. And I'm going to give this one to your sister. And I'm going to give this one to your neighbor. And I'm gonna give this to your ex-wife and I'm gonna give this to your father. But you're the one with the struggle. You're the one with the difficulty. We cannot, I repeat, we cannot expect something outside of us to change or something outside of us to get better in order for us to work on our issues. Our issues are our own. The problem is in here, inside, inside you, inside me. (laughs) I'm gonna say this but oh my god it's true it's really hard though. There are no justified resentments. And I know we're going to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, no. You don't know my situation. You don't know what happened to me. You don't know what they did. But there are no justified resentments. Not if you're really trying to live this life. Not if you're really trying to go to the next level. Not if you're really trying to heal and get better. It's just not justified. Like I said, Wayne Dyer is a really big inspiration for me. And he talks about one time being in this group. It was a group of drug addicts. And he walked in the room. And he saw on the wall a sign, and it said, there are no justified resentments in this group. I'm going to say that again. There are no justified resentments in this group. Now, what he said that night to that group was, no matter what anybody says to you, no matter what kind of anger comes directed towards you, no matter how much hate you may have to encounter, or that shows up in your life, there are no justified resentments. That means if you carry around resentment inside of you about anything or about anyone, and I mean that's anybody, the one you lent that money to that didn't pay you back, the person in your life who you feel was the most abusive or the most neglectful, that person in your life who you were trusting and they walked out on you, they left you for somebody else, all of the things that you have justified in your heart and in your life that you have the right to be resentful about, mm -mm. I'm suggesting to you that those resentments will always end up harming you and creating in you a sense of despair. No one ever dies From a snake bite. I know you're like, huh? Listen to me. No one ever dies from a snake bite. Snake bites don't kill you. You cannot be unbitten once you're bitten. Once you're bitten, you're bitten. But it's the venom that continues to pour through your system. After the bite that will end up causing your death. Venom comes in many forms. Venom can be the resentment that I just talked about. And again, I'm going to say it. I know it's hard to swallow. It's hard to hear. It's hard for me to say it. But there's no justified resentment when you're trying to be your best self. There's no way you can justify it. Did they do you wrong? Yes. Do you have a right to be angry? Yes. But when you get ready to heal, you have to let all that stuff go. And that venom is the thing that's going to cause you to be destroyed. And a lot of people will turn this off right now. They'll turn off the podcast and say, I don't want to hear this. She don't know what she's talking about. She doesn't know what they did to me. She doesn't know what I went through, or how I suffer." And believe me, you have my deepest sympathy. I know it was bad. You know, it's a really dark place. And we have some people who have done some awful things. Just in studying my own history as a black woman, I know that people can do awful things, terrible things, unthinkable things. But if you want to live, you're going to have to let it go. Whatever it is, and I don't mean to be insensitive. I want to see you come out of this. I want to see you drop off the chains. I want to see you spit out, vomit up the venom that's circulating, that's getting to the point of your eternal death. Spit it out. Vomit it up. It's not a pretty thing, but it's for your life. Your life depends on it. So we're going to have to do what it takes in order to get to the next step, the next level. And again, that venom can be anything. It can be unforgiveness. It can be jealousy. It can be bitterness. It can be envy. These are just all the things that are popping into my head. It can be wastefulness. It can be a lack of discipline, a lack of consistency. Anything that's going to keep you from getting to your best self, it's the same venom that's going to cause your destruction. (sighs) Let's all just take a deep breath because it's always particularly difficult when we start searching ourselves and judging ourselves and dealing with internal issues and not taking the easy way out by just blaming everyone around us. But I'm telling you that this is how you get to the next level. This is how you break out of what's going on. Like with me, for example, I'm trying to work on eating better. And so I've got to get to the internal issue that keeps pulling me back to sugar and keeps pulling me back to ice cream and keeps pulling me back to you know this craving for sweets besides the fact that I've got to retrain my body chemistry and I've got to retrain my appetite and you know, besides that it's something deeper and it's always hard. just like I said, it's like looking for keys in a dark house. You can't quite put your hand on it you know it's in there. you know there's an issue you know where you dropped the keys but it's hard to find them because you're in the dark and it's like that when you're dealing with yourself where do you start where do you start there's a current event a woman walked into a young man's home thinking allegedly that it was her home and she saw this young man in a house that looked or in an apartment unit that looked nothing like hers but she thought it was her home I'm trying to be objective and she murdered this man because she felt like he had broken into her house okay she was sentenced she was given a a light sentence a fairly light sentence but the brother of the man that she murdered as a sign of forgiveness, this is him vomiting up that that venom now, as a sign of forgiveness, hugged her. And there was an uproar that you wouldn't believe. People everywhere, all over, you know, all around me, all on my social media, just irate because this young man had hugged this woman. And I think the judge hugged her too. And it just caused so much anger. You know, people were saying things like, how dare he forgive her? You know, if somebody kills me, I just t- I'm telling you right now, you don't forgive them. It, it, this is where people were saying this isn't me, but people were posting things like that. You don't have the right to forgive for what somebody did does to me. But actually you do. You do. That's how you survive. By vomiting up all of the cancerous toxic feelings and emotions that we tend to hold on to. All the bitterness you can't hold on to bitterness and not become bitter. You just can't do it. So these people were really upset that the brother of the victim forgave. And that says a lot about who we are as a people. And not only were they saying they wouldn't forgive, but now they are going to infringe on someone else and say, if this ever happens to me, you bet not forgive. You know, that just shows you where we are. And it shows you why we can look around and see things like this happening because of the shape and the state of our society. So anyway, just some thoughts I want to share with you. This is some deep work. This is a podcast unlike any of my other ones. This is really taking a good hard look inside. Now, where exactly you need to start, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure where I need to start. I know the best thing for both of us to do is to start doing the things that we want to see in our lives. So I've started cooking much better and I've started becoming excited about preparing healthy meals, you know, and that'll keep me on the track to eating better as opposed to sitting around saying, I shouldn't eat ice cream. I can't have ice cream. I can't have cookies or brownies and cake. I can't have candy. I got to stop doing that. The more I focus my mind on the thing I shouldn't do, guess what I want to do? The thing I shouldn't do. So I have to put my mind on the things that I want to start doing. So even though we're in the house and it's pitch black and we've dropped our keys, (laughs) we don't know where they are, but we know about where we were when we dropped them. So let's just go back to the area where we were. Let's get down on our knees and let's do the work. Until next time, you guys, take it easy. I'm so glad you listened to the end. You're going to change your life.